This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I am sitting in my home with a writer, a podcaster, a man with a beard, and a lovely human being, Jason Klom. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming and doing this. Or should I say beep, beep, beep? Because beep, beep, beep. My God. Yes, we had to pause for before we started the podcast because a truck decided to beep. It was as if a truck said, I want to back up and I fucking hate this guy's podcast. <laughs> so you may not start until I am good and done beeping. <laughs> but the beeping is done now, so we can get started. I think so. Can you tell people a little about who you are, what you do? Sure. Um, I'm a podcaster. I do the comedy <laughs> on Vine. I, like, I, 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 I had to think who I am. That's great. I'm a podcaster. I do the comedy on vinyl podcast. Um, I'm an author. I wrote a book a year and a half ago about the internet, fake history of the internet. I have a movie. I'm a, I'm a film director, a documentary that just came out last year. And I have another film coming out this year. Cool. What are the films? Okay. The film that came out last year. I like, <laughs> you sound like, like, like you, you were pressed me. Like you pressed me. I know. It felt weird. Uh, so uh, I had a documentary that took eight years to finish that came out in December. Okay. Uh, it's about freestyle walking, which is a sport that people don't really know much about. And if you do know, um, you probably hate it like yeah. I did. I know you do parody stuff. Is this a real thing? This is a real thing. Okay. This is a 100% real documentary. Um, the story, it's insane. It's called Lords of Soaptown. Uh, it's, it's, it's impossible to explain without going on in length, but it's, I enjoy it. I am really proud of it. Um, but then we have, then I have a, that's do- a great uh, quote for your own movie poster. <laughs> I enjoy it, says the director. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, as long as I like it, that's, that should be enough. <laughs> and, uh, I have a film coming out this year when I cut it at my convenience. It is literally at my convenience because I'm too busy. Okay. But, uh, we shot it all last year. It was all released as blogs. My political mockumentary, that would be okay. the thing that's the fake documentary. Okay. Uh, me running for president. I've been doing it for 12 years now. No, yeah. no, 13 years now. Was this experience, you've done, you've been doing this fake run for president during the presidential election years, right? Mm-hmm. Since and, 2004. Okay, so was this year mind-boggling for you since it mm-hmm. was so unprecedented? You know, yeah, it was because, well, it's also the first year my character and myself would actually be eligible. My character knew he was pre-eligible, as okay. we called it. <laughs> so, like, uh, and uh, we'd done a, another film that came out in 2012 where I just wrapped all the garbage footage we shot together. Garbage because it, <laughs> it was in different cameras and different people playing different, so I had to, like, anyway... Uh, but yeah, it was crazy, and a lot of it turned out to be prescient, because I wrote a book in character, and a lot of those quotes have sort of become Donald Trump quotes. Yeah, yeah, things that used to be parody mm-hmm. are now just CNN headlines. Yeah, 100%. It's a lovely world to live in. It's real scary. Uh, speaking of better things than yeah. the truth of reality right now, sure. uh, your other your podcast, yes. which is how I met you, Comedy mm-hmm. on Vinyl, uh, is just comedians talking about albums they like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you're not actually a stickler for vinyl. I am now. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't at the time. But uh, a friend of mine from Minneapolis, Dan Schlissel, who runs Stand Up Records, okay. emailed me and said, um, so why aren't you sticking to the vinyl? And I got <laughs> pissed off because I'm a, I'm a child and, I, and it, I had no answer. And so I just, I'm like, you know what, you're right. I'm calling it comedy on vinyl. I can't really be, so I had to be picky. So okay. now it is strictly comedy on vinyl. It is only on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Will you do other podcasts then that are like comedy on 8-track? Or I, th- <laughs> I thought about doing stuff that wasn't on vinyl to satisfy. But the thing is that people who are going to ask me about it are strictly going to start asking me about Jerky Boys and Adam Sandler. And it's going to be that over and over again. <laughs> and I won't. That's not happening. That's never. And they actually released the Jerky Boys on vinyl. So technically, I have to talk about that if somebody brings it up. Okay. Well, let's talk about something that you want to talk <laughs> about talk instead about. of you're going to be forced to mm-hmm. by the pedantic rules of your <laughs> friends and reality. 
You are going to be talking today about being obsessed with a topic that I have long wanted to cover, yeah. which is Lego. Mm-hmm. Now, just right at the start, so I don't screw it up. Mm-hmm. Lego is all, it's always Lego. There is no Legos. Yeah, technically. That is correct. All right. So do you get annoyed when people make it a plural? Because no. there is no plural, right? There is technically no plural other than just saying the word itself. But no, I don't care. Because so, I still say it. If I'm going to play Legos, I'm going to play Legos. And I still say it like when I'm a six-year-old <laughs> to my wife. I'm going to play Legos. And she she's fine with it, I think. Okay. God, I hope. So, but being technically correct, you would want to say Lego bricks, plural, or Lego minifigures, plural? Yeah. Yeah. You would do that. Okay. That is correct. Okay. But you, you use the plural. That's good to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know how much danger I was in because I was kind of making right. notes. No, I with was other being nerds. Be careful not to. With other nerds, they're going to kill you. But, you know, <laughs> with me, I don't care. Okay, cool. So can you tell me a little bit about like when you were a kid? Is that when you first got hooked? When did you realize mm-hmm. that, oh, this isn't just another toy? Mm-hmm. This means a lot to me. I don't know why I didn't get them before this, but I, when I lived in Germany, um, I, I was a, ar- not army, really, Air Force brat. Okay. Um, so we re- lived in Germany. And for my first birthday, my parents got me a boat, a tugboat that okay. floated, like legit floated. And was I this still- an attack on the Air Force that they got you a boat? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the only thing they could find. Okay. I'm going to say uh, that, that I wouldn't choke on. I don't think I was eating. No, I was six years old. I, wow. I would have been a special boy <laughs> at six if I was choking on Legos. Um, I still have a piece of it somewhere, actually. Uh, but it floated. And it was just the most amazing thing in the world to me. Not just that I could. It was really cool that you could put it together. Really cool that you could take it apart. Yeah. Really cool that you could turn it into some other shit. Yeah. And that was fascinating to me. I don't know. I obviously didn't think of it that way at the time. But, but it was uh, bath worthy. It would mm-hmm. actually float like 100%. in the bath with you? Yes. Wow. And yeah. it wouldn't damage the Lego? No. Okay. Getting them wet doesn't really do anything. Okay. <laughs> They're I, not st- like I still try and float Lego. I'm okay. not. Oh, I just did it. I did. I, oh, I, like, I'm, like I'm that guy. That's well, funny. you go ahead and say it plural, and then I will obsessively, weirdly say it singular, whether it works in the sentence That's a good or not. Idea. That's and a it'll good be idea. a perfect balance between the two of us. <laughs> okay. So they got you a Lego boat. Mm hmm. Was it hard for you to put together at six or did it intuitively make mm-hmm. sense to you? Was it a, a family thing where you had to work together? No, my family didn't ever do anything together like that. <laughs> it was just like, go go in your corner and make your toys. Uh, okay, but this will keep you quiet for a while. 100%. 100%. Okay. My parents literally, to uh, ease me into liking my baby sister, got me a Playmobil toy to distract me. And it worked. <laughs> I loved her to death because I think I assumed more toys would be coming. Right. You know, and then, you know, a year later, I get my first Lego set. And I'm really surprised there's only six, though, that I got it. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry. What was your question? <laughs> so was, was the boat the first time? Were you mm-hmm. hooked then from the boat? Were you like, I think hey, so. if you have another kid, mm-hmm. the only thing I want is another <laughs> Lego set? I think so, because I don't... At that point, by the time... So I was six... By the time a year later, I had a bucket full of Legos. Now that now that you're asking me that, I'm really I had a bucket like yay big, two two and a half feet tall. Oh wow! Yeah, filled with Lego. Okay, and I, man, actually, I don't know where all those are now. I'm a little upset. Yeah, understandably so. Where mm-hmm. your bucket of Lego went? If so, you had a bucket of Lego. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, were you immediately obsessed more with the idea of I can collect all these in a bucket and mm-hmm. then I can make anything I want creatively, mm-hmm. or were you wanting to keep your boat? Separate from your plane or whatever else you got next? Here's, okay. Can we start, can I just step back just two seconds a little bit? This is going to get crazy. Um, I have OCD and that is why Lego is very, very important. Okay. At the time, I don't think OCD was manifesting itself, but this is where it started to manifest. Okay. Because let's say I had only two sets, okay? Uh, And it's, this set's all blue. This other set's all blue as well. Shouldn't yeah. matter if they have some of the same pieces if they get mixed up, right? 
I think I did, at least for a while, keep them together and tried to memorize the exact look of them so that if I did take them apart, I could then put them back together with the exact same piece in the exact same spot. Okay. Meaning, I've got a one by four little Lego piece. This is insane, and I can see it in your eyes. Okay. <laughs> but a one by four Lego piece, the exact same color, I need to know which set it went to. Okay. So it's not that you were just trying to keep blue mm-hmm. Lego apart from other blue Lego. It yep. was you were trying to say, this is a boat Lego. Mm-hmm. Now, did you? am I understanding that you took it to that another step where I need to remember in the construction of the boat that this specific brick goes at this specific part of the boat? I wanted to remember that, yes. Okay. And I tried to, yes. Yeah. That's when my OCD started. Okay. So obviously, I understand it's an expression of OCD. Uh-huh. And I, this is a big shocker doing a podcast obsessed. <laughs> Every once in a while, I run into somebody who uh, has OCD or, or uh-huh. is on the border, mm-hmm. uh, as I think many people are. Um but for you, do you think it was also a positive thing in terms of like, was that like a good memory test? Did it build your yes, memory? Absolutely, it did. It did. That and and my creativity period, because while I was like a free flow and like I pressed record on my tape player and just make little plays where there were fake audience that I was doing the voice for. Like that's fun and creative, but yeah. there is a discipline and creativity at the same time with Lego that I think probably i don't I, again didn't recognize it but i know that it honed something in me right and i think it's a kind of a fascinating creativity because there is a little bit of engineering to it because mm-hmm. you you can make a crazy thing for sure but it will fall over oh yeah absolutely <laughs> if oh, you don't god. build it oh my god now you're just making me think of the many things i built that i destroyed immediately so what did what kind of things did you build when you were a kid well the thing is if you built i was very, like, you didn't have any you don't have any perception of what top heavy is or what this right. is. this is how i learned that stuff yeah and lego is very strong if you're gonna put them you know if you put them together the right way but like you know and but now that i'm saying that i would also cut pieces which is not something i would ever do now but See, i would just get so annoyed surprising to me so yeah. you would sever them eventually eventually i got so annoyed that i couldn't get other pieces that would fit i was like fuck it i'm gonna take a pair of scissors pair of surgical scissors by the way which are hard to cut anything with and do a lot of families just have surgical scissors mm. around or is this uh, my dad is a medic in the military okay so i was gonna guess everything i grew up with in the house was medical like if if we had scissors to cut anything paper or cardboard it was medical scissors if it would yeah anything did my, you build a human lego and then use a scalpel on it at any point oh boy i wish i had that would be amazing <laughs> well that's cool okay so you this is interesting to me and i apologize if i am displaying any ignorance about ocd so feel free no, uh, to just correct me if i am but I normally think of OCD as like trying to make sure that everything fits correctly. Right. Is that a normal manifestation of, of OCD it's to a good say, question. I must, this is in fact is not bending to my will. Right. So I will get scissors and I will make it. I don't know if that's a part of OCD. Okay. It, you know what? It could be because it would be the compulsive part and where you're completely responding to the compulsion to fuck it. I'm going to cut that. I need to okay. fix this. Yeah. You know, so the or, damn the organization. I have to do this. I mean, OCD manifests itself in so many different yeah, ways. Yeah. And eventually when you get older and like, hit puberty becomes like oh i think i'm psychotic yeah you think you're going crazy okay and you don't need ocd to be a monster to toys because most young kids did that right my brother got really mad and uh my my brother was not going to wait for kenner to eventually put out a c-3po with removable limbs (laughs) to recreate scenes from Empire strikes back (laughs) and he broke c-3po's limbs off and i remember just like it felt like he was breaking my limbs off i was terrified and just just upset by it oh god and he didn't even have surgical scissors (laughs) this is just savagery snap them off (laughs) Okay. All right. I got you. Okay. So you you would cut things to Mm -hmm. force them so that they could work together. So you're learning a lot about engineering. But what kind of things were you building? Were you when you were trying to be creative and Mm -hmm. make your own thing? Were you making trees? Were you making ships? What were you making? Uh, The one that stands out is like a robot jaguar. (laughs) 
And I remember distinctly because I rebuilt it several times. Okay. And that is the thing I actually still do with Lego, where that was just rebuilding it to remember the thing I'd built. Because I'll take it apart. I need this piece. And then I'm like, fuck, I really love... This is like this clingy, like, dependence on this one little thing. This, again, this obsessive part of the OCD, where I'd have to rebuild this thing exactly as I had put it together before. would get very sad that I couldn't remember how I did it. Uh, But I did that. I remember building a flip phone, like a clamshell flip phone, which did not exist for another 10 years. I'm like, phone should be like half and half and should open like this. I'm like, wouldn't that be awesome? And I remember building that distinctly. I still have the pieces to do that. So you invented a Lego flip phone. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. There were hinges and shit. Yeah. Like, you have so much control. And I think when you are a creative kid and you are you have OCD, you know, good parents and everything, but, like, you're still, like, you want to be in control. And yeah. It was very important to me. Yeah, and I think that's what where Lego are so powerful of that. You can build anything, but there are very specific parameters yep. of what you own and what you can sever with surgical scissors. <laughs> you have to stick to that. So uh, did you continue liking Lego mm-hmm. or did you take a break and then come back to Lego as an adult? Okay. Well, the OCD part of me is a collector. Okay. And it's a, at some point I, I got to, I don't know what happened, but I got to the point where I was not going to be a hoarder, but I was on the verge. Okay. And I that can, should be a TV show. Like, yeah, on the verge of a hoarder. Hoarders <laughs> on the verge. Hoarders on the verge. I literally just went, and this is going to be a side note, but I, I went back to upstate New York where I grew up uh, about a year and a half ago. And my mom said, hey, you want to come in the garage, go through some of your yeah. stuff? Okay. So I love Disney, right? So you would expect I'd have some Disney toys. Yeah. Maybe some stuff from like Happy Meals, right? Yeah. Would you expect that I'd keep the Happy Meal bags that were still stained with grease, Joseph? <laughs> I, I would believe it. Insanity. Insanity. So anyway, to answer your question, did I take a break? Uh, I always had them because I had to keep them. Yeah. But I, I know that at some point, I'm trying to think, though, between my peak was probably in my early teen years. Yeah. And then when they, and I must have stopped or slowed down and got obsessed with Pez, which was a totally different thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when they released this first Star Wars Legos, okay, which were the first licensed Legos, yeah, and I had a job for the first time. <laughs> this is 1997, and because, a chorus sang, oh, and it all came together beautifully. I can distinctly remember spending around 250 dollars on all the sets I could buy. Yeah, I did not have that kind of money. I was trying to go to college. I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot, and I spend my money on these Legos, put them together, hang them up like they're models and shit. Yeah, they're now like taken apart, of course, but at the time they're so precious for some reason yeah yeah i don't um i want you to know you're not alone about holding on to accidentally gross things okay like greasy bags Uh uh-huh uh when i moved here to los angeles i had to do like a massive clean out of everything i'd ever owned put some in storage Uh uh-huh i discovered an old jacket that i wore in junior high Mm -hmm. and i discovered a crushed bag of cookies in the pocket of the jacket (laughs) that i hadn't thought about years and remembered that i had kept in there because a girl that i liked had given them to me oh my god and i didn't actually want cookies but i didn't want to throw away her cookies and they had been in a pocket of a jacket that is the cutest years. thing i've ever heard cutest and disgusting it's adorable and disturbing. oh my god yeah. that's fantastic what if that what if like some weird germ had grown though and that had killed all of <sighs> that's humanity my thought too and yeah. it would have been mm-hmm. because i was all right so that makes perfect sense that mm-hmm. you would come back to it uh at the star wars moment and at the branding moment mm-hmm. and then you'd pile all your money into it so that makes sense um do you lego with your wife or is for you mm-hmm. playing lego is that just an alone thing Oh, no. Uh, the thing is, and I don't, and I won't, you know, she, she doesn't like me to talk too much about her own podcast. Okay. Understandably. <laughs> but this is fine. She grew up wanting Lego, and my parents were super like, 
they didn't care about like, this is a boy's toy, this is a girl's toy. Whatever my sister and I wanted, we got. I'm pretty sure my wife had a different experience. Okay. And so she wanted Lego, didn't get them ever. And so when I found that out, I was like, oh, okay. Well, you're getting Lego every Christmas now. And so she, I get her Lego. We play all the time. Okay. Uh, it's because it's the one thing, literally one thing in the world that relaxes me, guaranteed. So do you like building now the sets as they come? Like mm-hmm. if you've got a new Star Wars thing, uh-huh. if you got you know a new ship from Rogue One, mm-hmm. do you first want to build it mm-hmm. the way it is supposed to be built and sure. then go crazy? Mm-hmm. Or what? How do you approach a new? That is what I would do, but I don't buy the licensed stuff anymore. Okay, and that is only because my obsessions recently become building specific things. Yeah, and and we'll get into your super specific thing in just a second. But then I'll spend the money on that. Uh, but every once in a while, I bought the Ghostbusters. I bought the Ecto-1 okay. because I really, really, really wanted it. And yeah. I've kept that together. I wanted the uh, DeLorean, but I didn't. I missed that one. So there are a couple like that I might buy. But for the most part, I'll tear it apart. I don't really care. Okay. And is your wife the same? Mm-hmm. I think so, so. Although, like, she doesn't play as frequently as I do. It's a good question. She's got some very cool sets that are, like, very Christmassy that we keep out that are still out now. Okay. That we've got out. And those kept together. The expensive ones sometimes we keep. Okay. Out. So when you're sitting around home and maybe mm-hmm. you're a little stressed and you look mm-hmm. at your wife and say, hey, baby, let's let's go make Lego. <laughs> and you go to the Lego place. Mm-hmm. Do you make, do you work on the same project or do you just peacefully make Lego side by side working on two different projects? She would like the, the, the former. Uh, <laughs> I can't handle sharing. Okay. Um, I am not an only child, but I act like one. Yeah. So I can't handle sharing at all. So I would prefer that she do her own thing usually. Yeah. Sometimes we'll do the same thing. But usually like I've got such specific ideas that it's just like she 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 doesn't she knows that I would be annoyed. Okay. Well that makes perfect sense to me mm-hmm. given that you were trained from the birth of your sibling <laughs> to say ignore the other person and yeah. take Lego instead. <laughs> Okay, so I want to hear about this specific project, because I think it was a while back when I was fishing around for more ideas of what to do with the podcast, Mm -hmm. and you had sent me a photo. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why. All right. Yeah. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Of what you what you make, and can you tell people what it sure. is that you have been working on? Sure, and I've got a you know I've got a couple other little side things, but this is like the big one because I've spent so much time and money on. Okay, it. It, it, and by the way, it makes me sound like just the whitest piece of shit spending all my money on Lego, but like it is again, this is an investment in relaxation and not having yeah. a heart attack early. Uh, that's a legit concern. Like my uncle had a stroke at forty. Okay, I'm four years away. Yeah. I'm gonna relax if I can. I think therapy Lego is fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. So and I and I'm I don't go crazy, but uh, you know I got a budget for my Lego. <laughs> but I am building the Cheers bar. Now nice. I'm not the first person or the only person at all to do this. There, I think at Disney, there's a there's a Legoland somewhere on the East Coast. Okay, and they have their own Cheers bar. I don't like it. A full scale? It's it's no, it's it's like what I'm doing. It is like a minifigure scale. So okay. it's small, but I don't like it. I've looked at it. It's fine, but it's not what I would do. Okay. So it makes me feel better. I'm like, okay, cool. So I don't feel like it's a waste of my money to invest it. So I have gone, I've looked online for uh, schematics, like what the actual set looks like. Yeah. Watch the show detail. Like I remember the other day I had to build the back of the bar. I'm like, wait, there's an episode with Harry Connick Jr. And I remember he played the piano in the back of the bar. Let me pull that episode up, find out what that was. Look, zoom in and get as you many mean, like details the whole, as I the can. the back room of the bar? The, uh, the yeah, there's No, not the back. I have not gotten to the pool table yet. Okay. There's there's a little alcove in the back where there's oh, a maiden yes, head yes. and stuff. And there's a piano there sometimes. And so I remembered, oh shit, there's that. And so I started like getting the details together so I'd know what pieces to buy. I don't have those pieces yet. What you, what I sent you a picture of is very incomplete. Okay. I just populated it with a lot of characters to make it look very full. Yeah. Um, 
It's great because the, the photo uh, that mm-hmm. I will put is a photo of the podcast. If people are listening, and they want to go look at it. You can you can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it look it's very accurate. It's Cheers, mm-hmm. but then like Luke Skywalker and Darth Maul are sitting around, <laughs> and I think uh, is it Buzz Lightyear? Yep. Yeah, that's so great though because to me it's just this beautiful merging of two of my obsessions: yeah. of Cheers and uh, Star Wars. Yeah. So it does look like well, what if Cheers was the other bar down the street from the Mos Eisley right? Cantina? Right. And the one I specifically sent you, I got it. I got a brainwave because I'm like, I'm gonna put Luke in here. I'm like. Wait a minute. There's a great episode of Cheers where Sammy takes a, a beer mug and curves it across yeah. the bar, right? And I'm like, well, that's why I put Luke there putting his hand up like he's the one actually doing it. So Luke is in this. So I might have to keep that there permanently. So that picture uh-huh. is actually mm-hmm. Star Wars Cheers like slash fiction that you are writing yeah. in and of itself where yeah. you're saying it's not that Han got his mojo back. Right. It's that Luke used the force that's a very to good make point. it bend. Han Solo would get along with Sammy, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. They'd absolutely. compete a little, but they'd, <laughs> they'd be good buddies. I like this. For sure. For sure. Uh, so is it just that you love Cheers in particular, or mm-hmm. is it that you were looking to find a way to express your love of comedy via Lego? I don't know. Like, you're asking me a question that I should have had an answer to. <laughs> I don't know why That's what I, I do. thought this was a good idea, though. Because <laughs> it's not even easy to find just all the brown Lego in the world that I needed to yeah. build it. And I've actually recently found we're replacing an entire wall, and that's going to cost me fifty dollars in Lego alone. Because I'm like, this needs to be brick, and they make brick Legos, so I'm going to replace it with brick Legos rather than brown. Okay. <sighs> do you when you idiot. get Legos? Do Lego? Mm-hmm. Do you go <laughs> online <laughs> uh-huh. and? Is it like an eBay thing where you mm-hmm. can find just the Lego you're looking for, or do you have to buy a set that has some brick in it? I'm such an amateur. I just found out that there is that site. There is a site where you can just every piece you want. The shipping's a little hard because you're getting it from Denmark or you're getting it from wherever. <laughs> you're like buying two Lego bricks yeah, from Denmark. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I might as well buy a hundred of these if I'm going to pay that kind of shipping. Like, yeah. So I, I'm doing my research there, but the Lego site also has their own, they call it the pick-a-brick section. So I found most of what I need there. But also if you go into a local Lego store, and the closest one to me is Glendale, yeah. uh, they have a wall of Lego and it, usually they've got a lot of pieces I need. Okay. But recently they've become useless to me because I've bought everything that they have that I can okay. use. So, yeah. <laughs> You're useless to me, but I won't, Lego. <laughs> but I won't buy a set just for pieces usually. Okay. Usually. Unless it's really cool looking just for the fun of it. Right. But you can do that. You feel mm-hmm. like you 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 don't you're not bothered breaking up the set. No. Okay. Not anymore. Cool. Uh so maybe it's a love of comedy that drew you to Cheers in particular. Sure. But is it a little bit the message of Cheers that this is a happy place where everybody knows your name? That's is that very, what? That's a good question. Because it is my, it is not my favorite show. It is up in my top five. You okay. Know. Uh, news radio is my favorite show. And we can talk later about how I desperately am now going to recreate the, the news radio set. <laughs> not kidding. That's the next one. Nice. But uh, can't wait to see the Dave Foley minifig. Oh my god! Uh, Cheers just seen it's it does it seemed pretty approachable because it's just one like big set, right? Yeah. And I thought it would be very small when I was building it, and then I re looked at all the stuff and realized it's actually three times the size I thought it would be. Yeah. It needs to be bigger than it is right now. Uh, but yeah, that's a really good question. It is it is a very comforting show. It's got a very warm, comforting palette. Yeah. It's one of those shows that you can put on in the background or sit and watch like just dead eyed and just like just yeah. in love and, and not think about. It. It's a really good point. I, I mean, I've always been obsessed with like props and stuff and like as much in my head living in a in a show as I can. Yeah. 
I've got a, I don't know if you remember my apartment, I have a bender head that I created because I love... I oh, recre- I, see, I yeah. saw the bender head. I didn't realize you had made it. I made that. Yeah. I do a lot of prop recreation, some good, some shitty, but uh, <laughs> it's because I like this idea of sucking stuff out of the TV and making it real. Okay. And Lego made the only... That's the only way I could do Cheers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't buy... You can't like build a full set. Right. Thing. Or you could right. make a little... Yeah. But there's something about the, the Lego building that is... I suppose it feeds that desire to recreate it. Mm-hmm. But it's also your own creation because it's Lego and there's no instructions for it. Exactly. Right? So you're right. making your own thing mm-hmm. and then you can populate it with little weirdos from whatever branded. Exactly. You can put some Walking Dead characters in there if you Good. want, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Lego Walking Dead set would be amazing. How do you feel about the branded, non branded Lego thing at this point? The success of the company is that they went branded. Absolutely. And they right. became the big embrace mm-hmm. branding. I, I would imagine that they sort of paved the way for things like little pop vinyls that's true um, i mean that made it so that branding is kind of everywhere mm-hmm. but lego still has its own brand so how do you feel about that is there anything that shouldn't be lego mm-hmm. it's fine i don't i don't they they're going to keep doing it obviously and i will just ignore <laughs> the stuff that i stop <laughs> i'll ignore the stuff that sucks like i don't really care i i, I got obviously you saw the buzz Lightyear. i was yeah. fucking jazzed i like a little kid <laughs> sat in the glendale lego store felt the bag to find out which one had the wings for like 20 minutes. Like, I don't even like know what that means. Feel oh, the I'm, bag felt to the find bag. the wings. Okay. Wow. That does sound very weird, doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> so you can buy minifigures. The way you get minifigures now, the specialty ones, they come in little foil bags. Okay. So, and there are a lot of toys like this for kids. Kids. Let's specify one more time and stress kids <laughs> so that they can sit Small there and, and feel around on, in, in these little foil bags and see, does this have the right piece? You're not supposed to do that, but everybody knows this is part of the contract. This is, in, this is implicit. So, uh, I felt around the little foil bag for 15 minutes to get to get Buzz Lightyear because I I Buzz Lightyear is just one of my favorite fictions. Has and that become like a metaphor in your life when you're trying mm-hmm. to find the right thing and mm. you just say to somebody like I don't know I'm just I just need to go feel the bag and then I'll figure it out. <laughs> feel the bag, find the wings. It does sound so good. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Like these these little, but these little obsessions, like they they all of them, yeah, they creep up in a way where like I want my own of this. Yeah, you know, of course. and Lego is a very simple, sometimes inexpensive way to realize it. Yeah, sometimes smaller. Yeah, yeah. to bring a little bit of something that you love mm-hmm. home. Does everybody feel the bag when you go into the Lego store? Is it just yeah, circus to. of people? Oh, are they subtly then? Feeling the bag? I didn't. I, under the I table. was on the floor. I was on the floor. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I didn't care. Do they have those for Star Wars where you can buy the individual mm, characters and you, you just have to feel the bag? I to think find the out? Star Wars ones come in because there are the bags, but they're also every once in a while they'll just like here in a bubble pack, like an actual action figure. Here's a okay. character you like. Okay. So sometimes you can buy them, but that's stupid because they're put together already. The whole yeah. point of Lego, even if it's a dumb little figure, you want to put the friggin' thing together. Oh, so. Can you not take your Buzz Lightyear apart? Oh, I can. I can. The ones in the bags you can put together, but the ones that come in like a like a blister pack kind of thing are oh, already okay. put together. And oh, yeah, the they're, they're not real Lego then. Not not in my opinion. You can take them apart, but they're already put together for you, and that's not the joy of it. The joy is I just made Yoda happen. Yeah, that you is know? weird to buy something complete and then destroy it so you can put it back together, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's some psychology there too. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, is there any property that you like 
uh, like a television show or a movie or mm-hmm. anything that you enjoy, but you're like, that should never be Lego. Mm, no, there are things that I would like to see as Lego. I mean, okay. like they're to the point where they have, they had a thing for, well, they still have it. They've changed the name of it. Where if you, Joseph, decided, I, what's, what, I know you love Star Wars, but what's another, what's your favorite? Uh, I like Twin Peaks a lot. I'm okay. very excited about Twin Peaks. You could back. legit submit however you want they have a digital designer where you don't have to even own the pieces submit a twin peaks set and everybody votes on it if it gets 10,000 votes lego has to consider it oh wow like they 10,000 only i mean that's it, not really that many in the world of geek right, right but there's you know i mean they they and they're to their word they stick to the word like somebody made a winchester from shawn of the dead the full place <laughs> which i desperately wanted for some reason they didn't go on with it but that's the result as a result of that there was a doctor who set which yeah. is amazing the, the Ghostbusters set as a result of that, and now they've branded Ghostbusters as a result of that. Back to the Future set, and even here's here's why it's weird. Big Bang Theory, a frigging sitcom, got a Lego set. Yeah, and whatever you think of it, I don't particularly like it, but whatever, I'm fine with it because it, it people love that shit. So yeah. why not? Why not? Are you going to submit your Cheers bar? I've thought about it, and the thing is, if I did it on the designer, I'd be able to have every piece I wanted. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm resigned to the fact that what I build is not going to be the perfect version of it, but it's so friggin' massive and impressive and fun to look at <laughs> that it's like, I'm, I'm not going to complain about yeah, this. It's yeah. kind of neat. You know? Okay, well, if I could free up time, I think I would make the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks. Oh, uh, if you're yeah. familiar with, if you're not familiar with bit, Twin Peaks, yeah. it is a, it's the sort of jazz art deco mm-hmm. uh, dream space that Cooper sees in his dream that we later find out is something else entirely. Black it's and a, white tile floor, right? The black that and white tile be, floor, mm-hmm, the okay. red carpets, mm-hmm. uh, weird characters, weird movements. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> it probably so exists. Good. It probably exists. There are things that weird on there, though. I mean, like, and I say weird, like, in a, in a you know, perfectly, like, I think that's great. Like, but there's things that are that obscure. Like, obscure in terms of, like, what would work as a Lego. Yeah. You know? And, like, I think the Simpsons set is really cool. Yeah. It's expensive, but it's really cool. Yeah, there have got to be a lot of Simpsons sets, right? Is that that's one of the just, branded? Just two right now. Yeah, one okay. of the branded ones. Just two. Just the Simpsons house and the Quickie Mart okay. are the two you can get. Cool. Cool. I want to ask you some other specific Lego questions. Mm-hmm. Now, I know from your Comedy on Vinyl podcast that you're a big fan and knowledgeable mm-hmm. about lots of different comedians living and dead. Sure. If you could build Lego with any comedian. Oh. Who would you want to build Lego with? Mm-hmm. And this could be on my mind. My first instinct is because maybe because I was listening to your podcast, but Weird Al is really genuinely one that I think would be oh. amazing to play Lego with. Yeah. Although I don't know if he would have the patience for it. He seems like he's got this energy, the energy of, this is not to be insulting to his intellect, the energy of a toddler. And I think he would just, <laughs> he might be frustrating to play with now that I think about it. But like what if who? you played side by side? Because I know you you, sure. you don't want some comedian coming and fucking up your cheers. Right, bar. right, 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 right. Yeah. No, I think he'd have some amazing ideas for what to put together. I think he, he has, that is what his brain does anyway, is mashing shit up. Yeah. That's all Lego is, is mashup culture in block form. Yeah, that's a you know? great way to look just at it. Yeah. You know, you put whatever together. And sometimes that, what I, another thing to relax is not even build a set. I'll just, I'm going to organize these pieces now and click them all together satisfactorily. In a oh, really? Way. Yeah. It's like just a way to store them of just like, mm-hmm. what if I put all of my red ones together yep. in a big old red pile? 100%. Yeah. 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 That sounds very nice to just sit Mm -hmm. in a room and calmly make a big block of red Legos with Weird Al Yankovic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a good idea. Weird Al, I'm sticking with that. Uh, So this is a dumb question, but it's one that immediately came to my mind when Mm -hmm. I was going to do the Lego one. Is the stereotype of Mm -hmm. stepping on Lego, is that accurate? Do you step on them? Often and uh-huh. is it particularly painful? I uh, it is accurate as a child or if you have children. Okay, I do not have children, but I know 
I don't know if my parents ever did, but I stepped on them a lot because <laughs> I was clumsy and I like literally that giant bucket. Uh, but I, the worst thing I ever had was literally Lego stepping on me because I dropped that bucket on my toe once and lost a toenail to it. Really? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's I how heavy like they were. You can talk about Lego like you're in Nam. Uh-huh. I lost a toenail <laughs> to the Lego bucket. <laughs> In my bio biopic, it's, it's going to be Nick Nolte playing, just so you're aware. <laughs> yeah, that was maybe unfair to make you speak like Nick Nolte. I apologize. Hi, I'm Jason Klob. Welcome to Comedy on the Vinyl. Um, uh, yeah. So so you have stepped on them. It mm-hmm. is painful. Mm-hmm. Don't it, drop a bucket. At, and also, butt. don't try and pry them apart with your teeth like I did as a child. I oh, still really? have some with teeth marks in them. There's a tool that you can get for $3 and comes with a big sensor. You can just separate them real easy. Now, how do Lego get tight? Uh, I thought that was the whole point of their right? amazing design, that they, yeah. they click together easily, but come apart easily, too. My guess is child grime. Child grime, I think it's on <laughs> everything. Heat can expand and contract. You know, heat, heat will expand and cold will contract, uh, I think, maybe sometimes. But that's true. I've had them stick together inexplicably. Yeah. Uh, they're built better now, or I don't think that even happens, and maybe it was a difference in the way they made them back then. But there is still a tool mm-hmm. that you can buy Yeah, that is a Lego prior? Yeah. 100%. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think your dad carries one? <laughs> the medical version. The yeah. medical version? Uh-huh. <laughs> the Lego. <laughs> My God, this man's shoulder and arm are fused together. I need the Lego plier. <laughs> Quickly. So oh, yeah. I'm a for real Air Force surgeon. <laughs> Quickly. Uh, if you could build anything mm-hmm. out of Lego and it would actually magically come to life, Ooh. what would you want to build? I once got very ambitious and tried to build like a mech, like a gi- like a giant robot. Oh, and like it was a big mecha cool. robot. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of neat. But I don't think that would be the first that. <sighs> Honestly, and this is gonna sa- this is going to demonstrate where I am, emotionally, financially, and all other ways in my life. Okay. A home that I own, <laughs> like perfectly organized and designed to fit my needs. Uh, including secret passages, by the way, that is like so. My ideal shit. That is a hundred percent it. Okay. Because if 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 this is all about relaxation, which Lego is, the ultimate thing would be this is the home I want to live in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's you it. could slowly, creatively build the mm-hmm. perfect home. Yep. I would imagine it would have a fourth wall. It wouldn't be open like the Cheers bar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be <laughs> so difficult. Just, but they're hinge. You know, a hinge at least on the Lego version. Although a hinge on a real house would be awesome. Yeah. Now, since it's coming to life, mm-hmm. uh, would you want it to be a smart home as well as made out of Legos? Mm. Lego? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, when you say a smart home, you mean like as we think of it now? Like a digital yeah. smart home? Yeah, like a digital smart home. Like, hello, Jason, welcome home. Would you like me to start the oven for frozen pizza? <laughs> like that kind of thing. Uh, if we're if we're getting super technical, if it was all locally networked, sure. I'm a little scared <laughs> of it getting hacked. But yeah, uh-huh, 100%. But it has to be mid-century modern. It would have to be like... It would have to be like retro futuristic. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. God, that's a that really Lego. fun idea of the idea. If you built a Lego home mm-hmm. and it was on a network that was not local, mm-hmm. and somebody else could hack your Lego right. home <laughs> and just take the bricks apart, right, and just make a hole in your wall and come in, and <laughs> steal all your Lego jewelry. <laughs> be fantastic. <laughs> be terrible. Uh, all right. So this is uh, another question. Mm-hmm. If you were a Lego. Piece or set? Okay. What Lego piece or set would you be? My instinct is to first say Buzz Lightyear because I now know it exists. <laughs> but my favorite Lego piece is the hinge piece. I don't know why. Okay. I've always been obsessed with it. I don't like when it breaks. They break pretty easy sometimes, or they used to. That's probably my favorite piece if I was to become a piece. Okay. 
because it's just it's very uh it has a lot of possibilities because you you always think of lego as here's the here's the hole here's the 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 knob or whatever yeah oh, they click together well this can make it sideways you know it can make it at an angle i guess that's it yeah it's flexible so flexibility yeah it's creative it is the most inherently creative lego piece yeah i, I think that's a really cool answer because that's so much what comes up again and again when i think about lego mm-hmm. and like i review i've seen the movie but i reviewed the plot of the lego movie mm-hmm. and that is so much about that the inherent fight of what this thing is yeah that it is a very non-organic mm-hmm. thing it's a brick that yeah. you click together to build a thing and you get sets with instructions so 100%. it lends itself so much to structure mm-hmm. order but then at the same time it is all about like chaos and creativity yeah. and freedom and yeah exactly right it's all about personal choice i don't mean that to sound libertarian i just mean that to sound <laughs> it's all about like it is what you make it and that is the fucking beauty of it i love that movie. that's right that movie's really the good. movie is really good right absolutely <sighs> and uh yeah it, it's a it's a great movie it really handles those ideas mm-hmm. really really well mm-hmm. and i think that you should market in mm-hmm. that lego space mm-hmm. your libertarian lego set that is just all a bunch of hinges it barely functions but there's a lot of freedom it can go anywhere do do whatever you want do whatever you want enjoy this pile of hinges oh god hey guys it's sarah meyer co-producer of obsessed and i've come out to the streets of la to stop some random people and ask them how they feel about legos lego i know it's lego but Sometimes I say Legos. I will try not to. Did you ever play with Lego when you were a kid? Of course. Yeah, I still play with Lego. What's the coolest thing you ever built that you remember? Mm, I'm going to say something for Star Wars, probably. I usually build like little parking lots and stuff and basketball courts and stuff like that. The one I recently, just recently built was a 1,032-piece United States Capitol building. And it took me like two days, but it was really fun. What's the coolest thing you ever built? Um... Probably a castle, but my friend's a Lego engineer and he can build anything. He teaches autistic children how to work with Legos and learn machinery and stuff like that. They build little robots. Uh, they have competitions at Legoland every year. And the like robots have to like do certain moves, certain things, and compete against each other. It's pretty cool. The architecture ones that you keep together, do you glue them together? No, um, you just place the uh, pieces on. And um, I, I put them on my desk. You would never glue them together? No, that it's for me against the entire purpose of creativity. If a Lego structure can't fit together with the Legos, then you didn't do it right. Do you ever play with them now? Occasionally, for the Super Bowl every year, he kind of makes a Lego Super Bowl like centerpiece, and we either destroy it or save it, depending on who's playing. <laughs> Wait, depending on who? So if somebody, if your team loses, yeah, then we have to destroy the other Lego. Do you think it's more fun to play with Lego on your own or with people? Oh, with people, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, group activity. I do my architecture sets by myself. If you could build absolutely anything out of Lego and it would become real, what would you build? I would totally dig a Lego bike. That would be really cool. (laughs) Yeah. A beach house. A racetrack. Well, if I could go into it, then I would build like a, a soccer field and then I could play on the soccer field. Would you bring your friends to have a team? Um, yeah, probably. And then maybe you could play against the little Lego guys? Yeah. Who would win? I think we would win. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. Oh, boy. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Do you think about Lego every day? As of late, yes. 
Okay. Yes. Is that because your Cheers project is intensifying? Yeah. And I finally rebuilt it because it actually got, I had people visiting and it got knocked over and broken and basically destroyed. What? Yeah. So I had to rebuild it. So this is Cheers Mark II. Mm-hmm. What was that emotional process like when people knocked over your Cheers bar? I mean, how devastating was that? Uh, well, I'm supposed to be 36 years old, Joseph. <laughs> so my response is supposed to be, it's fine. But internally, I flipped the fuck out. Yeah. But then it's also, I, and I did, I had like a little baby moment, what I like to call a baby fit. Like, okay. I was just like, what's going on? Like, I like probably like maybe yelled a little bit. Okay. And then I pulled myself back. I'm like, oh, it's fucking Lego. I can rebuild it and make it better. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, you know. Right. And at this point, like, it's still not even, it's still kind of like, it's it's a blueprint version. So I okay. can rebuild it. And I did rebuild it and it looks nice. Okay. Do you feel like you got more out of it by rebuilding it? I think so. Because now a gift, I, ultimately? I went out of my way to like make more space to display it so it also doesn't get busted again. So okay. like I redesigned my office around it a little bit. <laughs> like I hung a shelf like that wasn't hung and like so it looks nicer. And okay. So yeah. So it, it looks nicer and is it more protected from yes. people in your home? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you ever had a dream or a nightmare about Lego? I can't say that I have. But the thing is like I've had nightmares that involved adjacent things like maybe like a tetris like i will dream about playing tetris i don't know okay. if you had that experience as a kid but i played tetris so much that i dreamed about it yeah and it's very much a similar thing it's one of the reasons i like tetris i think is the organization part of it but it's also a little freeing but i don't think so i don't think i've ever dreamed about yeah. it yeah i tend to not dream about things that are literally going on though i have very figurative crazy dreams okay so i dream about tetris i would probably say like once a year really yeah <laughs> there and pretty much if i touch tetris i will have a dream about yeah, it yeah because it's it is yeah i mean it's a thing that if you work fast enough, your problems will go away. But if not, they will pile up and destroy you. Like, that's a little too on the nose, Tetris. Uh-huh. Yeah. It gets in my brain. Uh, if you could only get a coveted new Lego set by stealing it from Walmart, would you steal it? Well, it's Walmart. That is the big thing that we're talking about here. Uh, in case anybody hasn't guessed, I'm a typical Hollywood liberal. Um, I used to work for Walmart. I can't really say anything. Uh, no. Uh, the honest answer is no. You just wouldn't steal no I just, matter what. I just couldn't. I build it myself. I mean, that's the joy of it. Like, I, and I, I've seen a bunch that I think I want, but I haven't bought the Doctor Who set. Do I need to spend $60 on on what is a, effectively a $20 set just because it's got a license on it? Yeah. I could build it myself. I'm coming up with a fantasy version. So I'm building the thing nobody wants, a cheers bar. That's okay. more fun to me. Okay. But that's really interesting, the idea that you can build your own. Mm-hmm. Does the company actually make, like, the Millennium Falcon where you need a particular piece to build the falcon i'm sure because the big ones usually do have specialty pieces i mean they're all obviously the characters are specialty yeah but i I know that i've got a bunch of pieces in in my lego set right now i in my bin that i've never used since i got the star wars sets because they're only star wars related like there's a the window to the x-wing you can't use for anything else okay just one big weird chunky piece so yeah there are pieces that are exclusive and almost unusable in other sets okay but the spirit of lego is that you can always make you absolutely you could want, right? you absolutely you could, could make an x-wing without that damn window you absolutely could yeah yeah but my my imagination sometimes feels limited if i have these specialty pieces and i just like don't give me ideas i okay. really get annoyed with it <laughs> <laughs> i can handle this yeah fair enough okay so you wouldn't go so far as to steal even from a place that you don't like right. uh, you don't like walmart i would imagine just uh-huh. generally because they're kind of a little they dabble in evil uh-huh yeah. um and also, it sounds like you worked there. I did as a kid. Yeah, I was a teenager. All right. That was, so that was you a have job. Inherent... I must have gotten a discount, too. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. that's probably why I bought this. Anyway, I'm sorry. Did you have inherent Walmart anger? Mm, no, I just job anger. I was a lazy kid. I'm okay. still very lazy. And so I just didn't like where I was. I'm like, okay. fuck this. I need to get out of here. That's Fair why enough. I went to Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. 
I think anytime that anybody quits Walmart, they should go to Chicago. Right. It's I agree. a great city. It's a good yeah. experience. Right. <laughs> so you wouldn't steal, mm-hmm. even from Walmart. Right. Imagine a scenario where you're in the Lego store in Glendale. Yep. You mm-hmm. uh, feel the bag. Mm-hmm. You realize a character you really want is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you look away for a second and a child takes it. Mm-hmm. Would you try to get it back for the child? <laughs> That's the meanest thing. That is the meanest question. I won't say that wouldn't have the temptation. Okay. I won't say that, 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 that because of the OCD, I'm aware of most of my impulses. Okay. I'm sure that impulse would happen. <laughs> but but I would be able to control it. But I'd also be like, oh, that's so fucking adorable. Please, yeah. please take Buzz Lightyear. Because every time, like, I feel so guilty. Like, they have a little thing over there where you build your own fucking minifigure. Like, screw buying it. You can just, it's like, oh, this is oh, a fucking okay. pirate hat and a spaceman leg or and a fucking giant gun. Build okay. whatever you want. And I've done that. And, and then you buy it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you get cool. like three of them for $10. And most of the time, it's populated by kids, which is why I'm in the Lego store for 90 minutes most times, because I'm waiting for the kids to go away, so I don't feel like a weirdo. <laughs> Mostly because I don't, I don't want so to... So do you wait outside? That makes it a little weirder. <laughs> no, I just stand looking at the wall or okay. looking at other... I, I don't mean the wall. I mean the Lego wall where there are pieces. <laughs> um, but like... Or other stuff that i want okay and then as soon as it's cleared out um, then i'll feel free to walk because like, you I have can't a do that. child patience system mm-hmm. for the lego store i do that's amazing i do that's yeah. really cool <laughs> would you be okay with it if your tombstone was made out of lego um here's the thing about that yes uh with a caveat that it would have to be glued together but the problem with that is i don't like when people glue lego sets together okay Okay, uh, why don't you like it when you they glue them? Well, the artists do it, and it's fine, but it bugs the shit out of me. I don't know. Okay. I, I think it should have an inherent strength to it. You should build it strong. Okay, so it, it should be able to be moved. I uh, think so, although okay. I say that my Lego, my cheer set can't be moved. <laughs> it's impossible. But it's not done yet. It's not done you yet. Need, you need to pull out a wall and replace it with brick every Right, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to glue down Luke Skywalker. No, you want you people don't. to come and visit of to the bar. Of course. Uh, so you would be okay with it if it, with a Lego tombstone, if mm-hmm. it was built with structural integrity mm-hmm. where it could withstand the elements without yeah. being glued. Yeah, I guess so. If they had to glue it, they have to glue it, I guess. But I prefer that it was built with some intelligence. Okay. And a light brick in it. Have you seen light bricks? I have not seen light bricks. Button and it lights up. It's the best thing in the world. Oh, that would be great. That would be really great for a tombstone. Does it have sensors? So like if somebody came up to visit your tombstone, it would light up? That's a whole world of Lego that does exist. That's all robotics okay. that I don't know anything about. But yes. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. You could do that. If a now I know you're you're political, so I had a, a <laughs> question about that. Yes. If a politician you otherwise totally supported mm-hmm. came out against Lego, <laughs> said Lego is bad, mm-hmm. they're harming kids' brains, mm-hmm. they're spending too much time on Lego, mm-hmm. would you then drop your support for that politician? Uh I that would be the beginning of it, yeah, because if you're against creativity, I am I, I'm worried that you're not gonna start cut funding to art the arts and you're one of those people. Okay. You know, that begins to scare me. So you would see any attack on Lego is an attack on the beliefs that Lego represents. Unless it was an attack on the capitalism aspect of it and you're being some kind of a big old hippie and it's like whatever. But if you attack the creativity of it, then you're there's something wrong. Okay. Yeah. So they're out. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Would you take a freelance gig in which you were paid only in Lego? Yes. <laughs> yes. There's no doubt about it. Would that be a source of controversy in your marriage or do you think you're... <laughs> wife would be okay with that i'm sh- well it depends on how much money i'm missing out on otherwise but no i think she'd be chill with it yeah yeah because well, in a way it's a cool just, lady yeah well I, she, again I, it's investing in extending my life it really <laughs> is oh yeah because it's just the the therapy aspect mm-hmm. in terms of the therapy is there like a prescribed time do you need to get to like a time limit of how how long does it take building for mm-hmm. you to center 
until I am sleepy. No, to actually center is like within a couple minutes of starting. Like okay. it's just like I'm doing this. Cool. I am concentrating. There can be shit going on in the background. Doesn't matter. But it happens very fast. But like the end point is indeterminate. Sometimes it's till three or four in the morning, and I don't do anything till three or four in the morning anymore at all. Okay. But Lego still does it to me. <laughs> That's where you're still like yes. a twenty year old rock star. Yes. When it comes to Lego, a hundred percent. Cool. So if somebody approached you and said, "Hey, uh, we have this uh, writing gig. We know you do some great political humor. We need some political humor for this mm-hmm. website. Would you bring it up and say, "Sure. Could you pay me in Lego? Wow. Or would you feel weird bringing that up? I'd feel weird bringing it up to be sure. If if I knew that was an option, if it was like check check here, if you would like money, check here, <laughs> I'm, I'd at least consider the Lego option. Yeah, but I would feel weird bringing it up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. I th- I feel like now I'm talking big because it's mm-hmm. not me, but mm-hmm. I feel like we should as freelancers mm-hmm. try to become more brave about how we get paid. <laughs> I mean, freelancers always desperately need money. <laughs> right. But I feel like this is a whole new world that we could open up. It's true. It's, see, it feels very creative. I'm mm-hmm. Like, I know you're tight on money. Mm-hmm. Who knows how much it costs you, but I just need 50 red bricks <laughs> That's true. Per yeah. Hour. If, you know what? If it was very specific stuff, I might have to consider it. Yeah. It's like this stuff I can't get otherwise, and you want to take the time to get these for me? Yes. Oh, yeah, because then it's the, you know? the, the legwork cost, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't, I, that part's fine. It's fun to do, but the real part is like, I've got my shit together. Like, I'm about to order a, a ton of bricks, like pro- <laughs> several pounds of bricks. And when they it's come so in the mail. sounds like you're talking about cocaine. I know, it really does. And when they come in the mail, I'm going to be very happy that it's a giant pile that's going to just get poured out on my floor. Okay. You know? So the actual procuring of them, it sounds like you have fun at the Lego store. Yes. But in terms of just the real practical, I need some load-bearing mm-hmm. Lego for the Cheers bar. Yeah. That's just pain in the ass internet shopping to you. It is. Yeah, it's not as fun as like pick this stuff, you know, or whatever, tear apart a set. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So you're not really, you're not a Lego hunter. You're a Lego builder. More, yeah, more builder. Okay, cool. If you heard someone say an incorrect fact about Lego, mm-hmm. would you correct them? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nobody needs to know. I mean, I'm doing a podcast about it, but nobody needs to know that I give a shit. It's one of those things like, it's fine. Live your life. Yeah. Okay. So that sounds like that's just kind of who you are across the board. Mm-hmm. That you, you're not a well actually type person. Used to be, but no, all. not anymore. <laughs> no. Did, uh, how, how did you stop? If you, if you're saying you used to be that mm-hmm. person, um, did you, did you have an experience where you said, I don't want to do that anymore? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had an experience where like, Everybody thought I was an asshole for a good period of time. <laughs> and I still thought I was a good dude. Like when your nickname you find out behind your back was Hitler, you start to say, oh, maybe I'm not the nice dude I think I am. And you reassess your entire life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was still in some ways mostly a cool dude, I thought. And I still think I was. But the bad shit, it's like, oh, well, and, and that's when the petty stuff starts to just fall by. The, I really have to concentrate on the bad part of me. Okay. And so the, the little, that little shit is not going to fly anymore. Okay. Yeah. Was it that you felt, did you correct people out of out of anger or annoyance and letting those emotions dominate? Or was it that you were just trying to be helpful and mm-hmm. people found it annoying that you were correcting never, them? I was never trying to be helpful. <laughs> it, was most, it was mostly out of... I so respect your honesty. It was, no, it was mostly to prove that I knew something, you okay. know? Or, or like if you got a quote wrong, like like a Monty Python quote or something, just I would I would have nerd rage about it. Oh, that's the that is you know? the epitome. Yeah, to correct a Monty Python quote. Yeah. yeah, and now I'm just like I don't care, and I still I get I'm happy to get stuff wrong now. Okay, you know if I do the re I'll, I'll do research. Like I got a podcast that's all about research, and I get people to flip out if I get the facts wrong. So I have to research that. Yeah, stuff. but 
for my own life, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. That sounds so peaceful mm-hmm. and so nice. Mm-hmm. Thank, like you, thank you to people... Lego for helping that happen. It's not a joke. It yeah. really is help. So do you really, you mean just the process of, of using it as therapy mm-hmm. to calm yourself? Mm-hmm. For like the last five or six years. I can't remember when I, my, I literally had my mom ship me out my Lego and that's okay. when it started again. Oh, really? The... Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm thir- at that five years ago. So I'm 31, still getting Christmas money. And I'm like, I got Christmas money. I'm going to go spend a hundred bucks on Legos and wanted to see what I could get for a hundred dollars. And I got some crazy shit. And that's when it started building up again. Okay. Was that around the same time is when you felt like I need to to change this behavior? No, that was probably 10 or yeah, about 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. A little bit before I met my wife. Okay. Cool. Started straightening out. (laughs) Well, I I think that's a really cool story of I used to be a well actually, (laughs) but I'm not anymore. Yeah. yeah, if I was writing the story of your life, I would maybe bend the rules just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, not the rules, but the truth. Because sure. it's such a beautiful picture of like, <laughs> I keep correcting people about Monty Python quotes. <laughs> I have an epiphany that that is wrong. <laughs> and then I open the door and go into my Lego room. Yeah. And it, and it all becomes better. And there's a little uh, light brick in the center just glowing. <laughs> That's really cool. A uh, couple more how obsessed are you questions. Okay. If a feral bear <laughs> was in the same room as one of your coveted sets that you had built... <laughs> Would you try to get it out of the room before the feral bear destroys your set? Uh, it's a feral bear. We're not talking like a Ringling Brothers bear. No. Which is still borderline. R.I.P. Um, no. I don't, can't believe I even considered that one. Why did I even like... It's because I, I, I respect you and I respect the question. Because... There's, you know why I answered it? Because a part of me was like... Could I scoop it out? Like, could I put my arm... Like, like there's a part of me... So you were, you were rationalizing up, it. Do I have the option? You know what? If I could come up with a tool that would allow me to extract it, I would try. But yeah. the thing is, but you said in the same room as if I can keep myself separate, I'd try. Yeah, you I, know like, what I mean, it's I a like weird the idea. Thing. Yeah, if you could build like a a, a Lego wall <laughs> yeah. that like attaches to your waist, so it blocks mm-hmm. the bear's <laughs> attack. Yeah, would you try to sneak in under a Lego shield? That's an awesome idea. I would have to know a little bit more about their their vision and how they react to motion and camouflage. <laughs> and I would then have Adam Savage of the Mythbusters build it for me because I feel like he's the guy who could do that. I love the idea of camouflage. Like, not only would you build this Lego wall, but it would have like a painting of you exactly on the front of it. And the bear would think, there's Jason Clown. Paw, paw, slave. And the bricks would fall apart. Oh, God, that's sad. <laughs> that's amazing. But... Okay, but that does answer my actual how obsessed uh, probing mm-hmm. in that you did think for just a second of, well, how could I? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then came the I had to entertain reasoning. It. I had to entertain it. <laughs> and the final how obsessed question that I ask everyone is, if you could not build Lego without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still build Lego? I ha- I have to honestly say no. Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't. That's so horrible. That's so horrible. <laughs> this question upsets me every time I hear it on your show. And I'm like, and when people say yes, I'm like, what is? All right, you are like you legit should be on this show. And then it makes me question: Should I be here? Because I like <laughs> it's such a demented question. I love it so so much. But I would have to honestly say no. It's one of those things where like I don't. There's very little that I could I could put up with that for. Yeah. You know, in real, like realistic, like a realistic answer. No. Yeah. I would suffer and never play Lego again. 
Yeah, I think a lot of people do want to play along with the question, mm-hmm. uh, which I appreciate because I mm-hmm. st- I learn something no matter what. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, and a lot of times people barter with a question, right, mm-hmm. and try to figure out how often, who's <laughs> right, doing the right, punching, right. do I have to really love the other person, or yeah. can I fake can it? Can I wear a cup? That kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Yeah, so people have come up with some clever workarounds, but mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate that you are very aware of yourself, which is what I'm learning about you in this podcast. <laughs> In your, OCD, yeah. OCD, OCD. I have to say it one more time. OCD. <laughs> uh, it did feel extra cruel to ask you that question when we spent a nice hour talking about, you know, they're really therapy when I'm already upset and I need to calm down. And I'm like, I understand you do this to calm down and feel healthy, but first, but kick can, in the balls. <laughs> can a weird Lego monster punch you right in the <laughs> crunch? Uh, so that's that's fine. Good answer. No. Mm-hmm. Can you make a noise to sum up your obsession with Lego? I had to think about this one. I did. Oh, I'm like, you really? Oh, okay. yeah. I'm like, what the hell is it? Because my first thought was utter silence because that is just relaxation or the a sigh. But no, it's more like, hmm, which is, oh, that fits there? Like, oh, oh it's discovery every second, you know? Oh, oh wow. Because okay. you do have this moment of like, this is going to fit, this is going to fit, and then fucking eagle has landed and you you know like you know the pieces are going to fit together but like does it look cool is it functional and i sometimes will make very i'm trying to build a a moving like a an activated like gear driven uh pez dispenser out of lego right oh, now wow. i have another pez dispenser but i'm trying to make a gear driven one and like when i found out that it mostly worked i was like oh fuck yeah and that is the sound like it's a subtle version of what it really is but hmm yeah oh nice that's the okay sound. so do you have that feeling that's obviously an advanced example do mm-hmm. you have that feeling of is it going to come together is it going to work when you're putting together more normal pieces? i think so because like i uh, you know i'm i'm a filmmaker i'm like a cartoonist and stuff so like but i my weird like i can pre-visualize great okay i've never been very good at realizing what i pre-visualize i'm very happy with what i come up with but it's never the exact same thing and uh so but lego is easier to pre-visualize because they're straight and they're you know they're 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 uh, predefined. You know what you're working with. So I think it can be very satisfying because it's like, I know exactly what I wanted to yeah. see and that's exactly what came out. Okay. Yeah. And now this, this is my last Lego question. Yes. Because uh, I'm, ask, I'm asking bonus questions. All right. Uh, who, what head is the Pez of the, the you said you're oh, making a Pez dispenser. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. What is the head? Who there is, is the head? there isn't one on this. It's like, it's complicated because uh, when I used to collect Pez, I got, my mom has holding on to 300 of mine from wow. teenagerhood. Um, they would make some that weren't like, they didn't have a head. Like, for instance, there was like Wiley Coyote standing here. There's a rocket and the rocket has Pez. Yes. Yes. And the uh, Roadrunner, I think, would go around or something and then the Pez would come out. It was automated. Yeah. So I this have one is a, a Jar Jar Binks one. I had that one too. The, with the, he, his tongue came out. Yep. And grabbed the uh-huh. Pez. That's the, yeah. That was the other one that, and I Super bought it too. Super disturbing. I think I gave it, I gave it back. I think I returned it. <laughs> you gave it back. I think I returned it. You didn't it. even return it. You just <laughs> put it in the store. <laughs> yeah. Here. Have this. this. I don't need my money. Okay, so what? What then? What is it that you're making? It is just like a machine because the one that I have, I wanted to make just a functional Lego Pez dispenser. Yeah, and it's the way I did it was with a wheel, and it moves these things. It moves like just bar of of Lego up and pushes one little piece out at a time. Okay, but I wanted something that'd be a little more precise and could be because I got a bunch of gears with a recent set, and I wanted to make something you could wind and just pops a piece out and i figured out a very simple way to do it okay and so well i'm gonna put cool decorations and make it look neat yeah like i don't know steampunky or atom punk or something really neat like okay and that's just a tribute to gears aesthetically Mm -hmm. then yeah that yeah functionally produces pez well yeah and i wanted those two things to come together cool 
cool. So I've been rating people's obsession. Yes. Uh, on a scale of one to seven, and mm-hmm. then adding something for flavor. Right. Uh, so I'll say uh, out of seven mm-hmm. feeling bags, because <laughs> <laughs> I love the feeling the bag story. Uh, I am going to rate you mm-hmm. a five point five right. out of seven. I'll take that. Uh, do you think that's accurate? I think that is accurate because, you know, even though right now all I can think about is that and of late, that's all uh, in general. That's a good all over. Cool. So I'm glad you uh, accept your obsession of 5.5 feeling yeah, bags. It's good. Is there anything that you would like to plug where people can find you on social media, all that kind of stuff? I'm pulling the notebook out again. Do you mind? if I No, not at all. Because uh, I'm very bad at remembering these things. Um, so I do have the Comedy Alvino podcast. Uh, all this year, I'm listening to one comedy album a day. Okay. Um, I'm hashtagging a comedy album of the day. I never hashtag shit, but that is what I'm doing. So 365 albums this whole year because I have awesome. a collection of like 450 and I have to burn through them. Yeah. I have to get through them because I don't listen to them enough. Um, so that's on Instagram and YouTube. Cool. Um, my DVD, uh, my movie, Lords of Soaptown, is on Amazon. Awesome. Easy enough to find. Um, StolenDress.com has all my stuff. That's like where all my shit is. So my all things company. Jason Klom is on StolenDress.com. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Here's some quick plugs for the show before our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter is at Obsessed Podcast. For info on all my upcoming shows, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. We're doing a live episode of Obsessed in L.A. on Friday, February 10th, all about the movie Rogue One with special guests Mike Drucker, Riley Silverman, Matt Belknap, and Clark Wolf, all very cool people. There are two ways to support Obsessed. You can back us on Patreon and get exclusive bonus episodes every month for full info on that go to patreon.com slash joseph scrimshaw or you can give money to all the podcasts on the feral audio network by shopping through our portal just go to feralaudio.com click the shop on amazon button and some of the money will go to feral audio if people went to amazon right now mm-hmm. what what should they buy mm. okay well you can find uh old uh like uh, not out of print. I can't think of the word. Discontinued Lego sets. Oh, nice. Sometimes super expensive, but you can get shit from your childhood. So if you're a real nostalgia nerd and you, you yeah, you have a lot of money to waste, there's a yeah. bunch of those on Amazon. There should be an actual category on Amazon, shit from your childhood. Right. Because Amazon already knows like who of we are and how course. old we are right, yeah. and where we live. They're so an they easier, less out. stressful eBay, and that is what they've become. <laughs> awesome. So here are our final questions. They don't have anything to do with your obsession, but mm-hmm. they can if you want. Would you rather be able to fly... Or have a personal unicorn you could ride from place to place? I would have to pick unicorn because my wife is obsessed with Scotland. And if I didn't have the <laughs> symbol of Scotland, I'll... Well, but no, it's that or fly, though. Yeah. She can fly my back. Flying. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah, flying. Absolutely. You can fly around the world and try to find a unicorn. Yeah, fly. exactly right. <laughs> if you could give everyone in the world one thing, what would you give everyone? Holy cow. has to be a physical thing right um you can interpret it any way you want damn it what would that be what would that be this is this is stressful (laughs) this is stressful if it's one thing if it's the one thing but then is it a tease for those people who will never have it again this is depressing i was gonna say a meal i give everybody some food (laughs) i want everybody to be able to eat but then a happy meal or Mm, with a greasy bag. Yeah, yeah having me with, with a it. greasy bag that you can feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's say that. <laughs> That's a very well-intentioned gift, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. The final question for everyone on the podcast, which yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because you listen, mm-hmm. is what is happiness? You know, what's so funny is, is who doesn't think about this all the time, right? And then you, I listen to your podcast, and who doesn't, like, I, I'm aware it's going to happen. Every time I think about it, my answer's different. Yeah. But the one I like the best, <laughs> after overthinking it, 
was I think happiness is or can be space, meaning the having the room to uh, having the space in life. It's it, it, it's those it's those little moments where that could be anything. Yeah. But it's very, especially with a person with OCD, when there's a moment of like just flush, nothing's happening. You have the opportunity to like really love it, really appreciate life at that point. I think that's what happiness is. It's it's those moments of that you actually appreciate. They're there all the time. I think. Yeah. Um, and for me, they're very hard to like focus on. But I think it's space. I'm not I'm not putting it the way I wanted to. No. But I, space. Yeah. I don't know. Just there, there are these little moments where nothing else is happening. Yeah. You know. And there's happiness is opportunity. And I think you have to like make it. Yeah. You know. So are you also thinking about just being cognizant of it? Yes. In those moments yes. when they come and not have to look back and go, oh, wow, I, I had the space to be happy. Right. On Tuesday, right. Exactly. You know, and that was another thought, it. too, is like, yes, like I, I think being cognizant of it is, is good. But sometimes happiness is, of course, not thinking about that shit at all. Yeah. And not having to overthink it. But that space exists. It's still there. They just feel like these little little moments. Because otherwise, you can be content all you want. Contentness, yeah. I think, is easy to find. Yeah. Contentness, I can find by playing with Legos. Yeah. But happiness are these just these little spaces in between where, you know, you have the opportunity to play with them and do something with them. You yeah. Know? I don't think that makes any sense now that I said it all out loud. No, I think it does. <laughs> I think it does as I was listening. And uh-huh. when I listen back to the podcast to edit it, uh-huh. I'm going to verify. Okay. But I am pretty damn sure. And when that you made cut it up sense. to make it sound really great. <laughs> It's fine. I'm not taking it. anything. No, it, no. It was, I think it's a really good. Uh, I think that's a really good answer. And okay. I think a lot of people, like yourself, mm-hmm. uh, do a lot of freelancing, have a lot of different mm-hmm. projects. We are in a time where there's just so much content. Mm-hmm. If you're a geeky person, mm-hmm. there's so much social media. Mm-hmm. There's so much of everything that I think just a little bit of space is mm-hmm. a great answer to what is happiness. I'll take it. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Uh, if you don't mind me sharing this, what you told mm-hmm. me right before we started the podcast yeah. about your notebook. Yeah. That you wrote down your other obsessions yeah. to remember to not, not to talk, talk about, about them, them. but yep. stay focused on Lego. 100%. So you obviously is... have other obsessions, which is great. Yeah. Uh, how long is the list of, well, that's, of things? That, that, but that's partial. This is only partial. Okay. Can you just read the list for fun? Uh, absolutely. 3D printing. Uh, what the hell? Oh, the vice presidency. Uh, one of the reasons <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that is I did that on Jackie Cation's show. Uh, Pez. Uh, let's see. Containers slash small shit. Uh, comedy vinyl. Um, my last name, and that's weird. I'm doing a podcast about my last name, and I'm kind of obsessed with the history of it. Uh, ephemera. I collect. Uh, I wish I had it with me. I have a book that is the first book uh, where everybody could, uh, where you could reference the zip codes around the country. It's a useless book otherwise nowadays. Um, socks. <laughs> uh, let's see. Notebooks. There we go. Pens. There's my pen. News radio and English snacks or English food. 